previously on the campaign trail. Why don't we set the jar of bees on him and mm -hmm. he will run away and hopefully he will leave his whip and then we can take it. Uh, so, uh, do you think you've done it? Do you, do you think we've swung enough of them? Don't know. The speaker was certainly swinging. The eyes to the right, 73. The nose to the left, 73. Oh, that's what we've done. In accordance with precedent, that important decision be made only by majority. I hereby cast my vote with the nose. So the nose have it. The nose have it. Unlock. Uh, so unfortunately, oh, the we've lost has the been vote. defeated. Oh, I won. This government must surely. I mean. The Fable Party will be tabling a motion uh, of, uh, oh no, and uh, Edwina collapsed, oh no. clutching Good her Lord. chest, sweating and writhing. People panic and gather around her, calling for medics. The Prime Minister, meanwhile, walks out, seemingly unconcerned. So, uh, as we are starting a brand new chapter... This will be chapter three, Ragnar's Rock. As we will start each new chapter with a polling update. And for this, you guys actually get to uh, interact with this. That's my um, favourite sort of poll and interaction. <laughs> uh, so uh, Edwina's been in hospital for a few days. She's still alive. She's not dead. Uh, the party front bench is confident she'll recover. Uh, there have all been some rumblings that someone may try and replace her, uh, but so far she's still uh, kicking. Well, she's alive. How 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 are the how are your guys's uh, characters reacting? I bought a new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> in mourning, <laughs> it is it's subdued. Oh, okay. um, it's less flamboyant. Dereth is loving the drama and all of the things that that might entail. <laughs> I'm glad she's not dead and I've been going around sympathising with people who are worried about her and having tea and biscuits with them. Aww. That's a very important job. Um, Mainly for the biscuits rather than <laughs> sympathy. After the vote and having your leader in hospital, it's going to affect the polling. So what do you think the party's message should be to the public at this time? Are you going to sort of lean into the have sympathy for us, our leaders in hospital. Never fear, Fable's still here. <laughs> have faith. I did. <laughs> and then I bought a new shirt. <laughs> we may be sick, but we're better than the other lot. <laughs> we're only sick and not evil. <laughs> the only thing sick is our leader who is in hospital recovering. Our policies are about improving this country. That's too convoluted. <laughs> Scrap it, scrap it all. It doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. No. Okay, can, can you all roll uh, some d20s for yeah, me? Yeah, how many? Uh, one each. Cool. Which one? Which one of you is going to be nice to me today? Uh, I've, I've 17. 15. 17. 15. I got a nine. Are we adding anything to these? or nope. just a... Oh, right. Nope, okay. just w up. Would we have got uh, okay. a charisma bonus if we'd actually come up with a half-decent slogan? Maybe. Uh, okay, that's 41. So, can one of you roll a d6 for me? D6. I've got one here. I've just rolled a five. Okay. You're very lucky because that means you get plus 2.5 to your percentage. So that is... Ooh, that's good. So, thanks to your roll there, the polls are now looking like this. Right now, Unicorn are on 43.5%. Fable are now on 35%. That's Ooh. up 2.5%. True Neutrals oh, are yes. down to 10%. Uh, Gunge, 6.5. SDP, 4. And Dungip are on 1. Uh, so that has brought you a little bit closer in the polls. Uh, so that's a good start to a new round of the game. Good job, team. We worked hard and it paid off. <laughs> there will be... Uh, basically, every time you guys go back to Parliament Hexagon, there will be a chance to move the national polling. Um, you know, what you roll basically determines what is added to your percentage. And, like I say, I will put out a special episode that will have a uh, 
explanation of how the election process works. It's very convoluted. Uh, it involves a lot of percentages. It involves about 17 <laughs> spreadsheets. It's one very big spreadsheet. About 17. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, one evening, Alzar Kadir, the campaign coordinator, came to you in the evening and gave you a bit of a talking to. Uh, losing the vote in the Commons was a disappointment, but since it was so close, the closest it's been for a while, she's been willing to give you guys another shot. Uh, she explained this in very colourful language uh, that I won't repeat here because I don't want us to get the explicit tag. Um <laughs> You are being sent to a marginal constituency in the Ragnar Mountains, uh, the city of Ragnar's Rock, and she wants you to visit and try and help improve the standing of the local candidate. Uh, said candidate is a human man called Father Wyvern, and he is a cleric. Tilda, this must be a bit of an issue for you. Yeah, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> I think he should lose and, and possibly catch fire. <laughs> Well, this is going to be easy. But why? Uh, because clerics burned my village. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Was it this cleric who burnt your village? It might not have been this actual cleric, but it was definitely clerics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't trust any of those bastards. Uh, I think uh, Alza probably gave you a bit of a stern talking to uh, and some threats were probably involved Uh, flaying of skin and uh, removing of limbs were probably involved and you are rather grudgingly uh, travelling down the road with your team uh, in a nice uh, slightly more decked out uh, wagon pulled by some horses and driven by of course Gretchen the Witch uh, she's uh, quite proud of her new job as your driver and uh, it is giving her plenty of chances to explore the world and, you know, meet lots of new people, wink, <laughs> wink. Yay! Uh, <laughs> I'm all for the meeting of new people. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to... As long as they're not clerics. <laughs> I am Pelicos for charming, after all. <laughs> I really want a side crest where we all try and, like, wing person um, Gretchen and it turns out... <laughs> She just doesn't need us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, orange light is blooming over the horizon, bathing the woodlands in a fiery glow, all too rem- reminiscent of an inferno. The horses are slowing after moving almost all night, pulling the team far from Parliament Hexagon. Uh, as I said, you've been sent to the constituency of Ragnar's Rock in the foothills of the Ragnar Mountains, south of Parliament Hexagon. Uh, there's no by-election, but Alzar is convinced that the general election is not far away, and if every little boost will help. Uh, you've even been given a party-paid personal magic mirror for communications and apps. Uh, <laughs> Pelicost, yours has solitaire on it, um, <laughs> but it's uh, mainly for communication and using the social medium. Um, that is a really clever joke, and I'm really proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> is it a happy medium? Uh, it depends. Uh, mostly people are angry on it, it seems. Uh, it has a link to the House of Commons live stream, uh, and you are watching Gorlak, the betrayer, your favourite little goblin, uh, giving him. his maiden speech in the Commons. The House was told in the year 348 that the welfare state was created to take the shame out of need. Is that principle to be overthrown by an ever-increasing set of government assaults on the poor that are devoid of all logic, bereft of all morality, and vindictive beyond description? And uh, there's a bit of a... from the two other people of his own party as uh, Gorlak finishes up his uh, maiden speech, uh, which is not in any way based on Gordon Brown's maiden speech. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. Uh, Similarly... Uh, it's uh, thematically relevant. Uh, Ragnar's Rock is known as a great hub of riches uh, filled with gold and silver, a paradise in many people's books, the second richest city in the country after the capital. Uh, As the horses come to a stop by a clear river, uh, you get out to stretch your legs. Can you all roll for perception? Ooh! Oh, I like it when this happens. Did you get a natural 20? I got a natural 20! Oh, hooray! Because um, I was fully expecting, that, um, I was fully expecting to be just blown away by how beautiful that speech was, and how proud <laughs> I am of Gorlak. I got Hello. an eighteen. I must have been looking elsewhere. 18? Cool. I, I got twenty-one. Okay, cool. Wow. Yeah, you are job team. You all 
jump out of the way as a crossbow boat fly crossbow bolt flies from one of the trees striking the wagon just above your heads Uh, a young man uh, leaps down from the tree drawing a cutlass and he says stand and deliver i have 15 archers in these trees all trained on you and ready to strike now put down your weapons mon frere um i'm not holding my weapon right now i i tell him well uh pick it up and then put it down that sounds convoluted (laughs) That's multitasking, which is illegal, as we all know. (laughs) We could all pick weapons up and then forget to put them down again. Listen, we have no quarrel with you, man, Capitan. We simply wish for your safe passage along this road, which can only be achieved by you handing over your wealth to us. That makes complete sense. Um, I'm sorry. So, (laughs) hand it all over to us. Um, I think Ursula is probably growling. Mm. At this person. Ursula Le Chen. Ursula Le Chen. Oh, I remember <laughs> days like this. When I was on the other side. Um, sorry. No. Ah, well, that is uh, most unfortunate. I fear me and my brothers will have to uh, see you off, uh, as it were. Are they all your brothers? Uh, yes, all 15 of them your, are your, my brothers. Your mum must have been a very busy lady. She was the most busy of all the ladies I have ever known. Is this why you need our money? Because you have such a large family. Uh, did I yes. know? Did I know her? Ah, uh, probably not. I don't know. It sounds uh, like everybody did know his mum. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I find that very offensive. What? Almost as offensive as my outrageous accent. <laughs> yeah, where exactly are you from? I'm from New Elfington. Ah, uh, yeah, sounds very elven. I I learned elvish, hence the accent. In this world, elvish is French, you know. This is going well. Um, you seem to have already been distracted from your goal. Uh, with your natural 20, uh, Dereth, mm-hmm. you hear something else. Mm-hmm. You hear the drum of hoofbeats coming along. And indeed, uh, the man who was before you seems to hear them as well. And uh, you hear a voice from one of the trees go, Oh no, do, do you think it's her? Do you think it's Granby? Uh, don't be silly, that lumbering fool is... Oh no, I'd know those hoofbeats anywhere. A horse and rider appear through the chi- trees, charging with majestic grace. Bursting out of the underbrush strides a fabulous black horse, and riding atop it is a dashing figure with a long brown coat, a slashed white shirt, a black mask, and a tricorn hot hat. She rears to a stop and the horse does that cool last thing where it dances on its hind legs for a moment, which is very impressive. And uh, the the man, the highwayman uh, who was talking to you steps forward uh, and looks rather uncertain as you hear a voice from the tree say, It's her! It's the Marquis of Granby! Are you his mum? <laughs> What's going on here? This is none of your concern, Granby. You're accosting travellers on my road. Of course it's my concern. You'll pay for this, Granby. No, I won't pay at all. (laughs) Nobody will pay. Can you all roll for initiative for me? Uh, Dereth, you're up first. Oh, no. uh, You've got one um, highwayman uh, in front of you. uh, And you've got supposedly more in the trees. What do you do? I'm going to... Do do do. Uh, let's 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 do a bit of these um these dissonant whispers on the highwayman in front of us. Um, okay, old classic. We're going for tubular bells as today's dissonant whispers, <laughs> which I'm just plucking out <laughs> on my lute. Um, could could you make a wisdom save for me? Okie dokie. My spell save is okay. Well, uh, four. <laughs> Yay! I get to cause pain. Um, that's. <laughs> Sounded worse than it meant to. Um, so that's three d six damage, which is ouch. Yeah, it's a, it's a really piercing version of tubular bells, but not that bad because <laughs> I only do five damage. Okay, okay. Uh, next in the order uh, is somebody who is going to fire a crossbow at mm. Pelicos. Uh, Twenty one versus AC. I uh, imagine that, that hits. hits. Yep. Uh, so go ahead and scoop up. Uh, 
Uh, four points of damage. Piercing damage. Ouch. Ah, my shirt! <laughs> no sooner had he bought it. Pelicos, you are up. Right, well, shrugging off the sh- damage to my shirt, I shall... Uh, that came from the trees. Ah! <clears throat> I'm dashing for the high moment. I am going to try and grapple him and uh, put my arm around his throat. Ooh, okay. Uh, that sounds like a really friendly hug. Do I have to make a strength save? I imagine I do. Um, I think I have to try and hit him first. Okay. All right. To yeah. Make a grapple. So let's see what we do. That would be a strength twelve. No, he shrugs you off ah! uh, with that uh, and uh, pushes you to one side. Uh, nice try, though. Uh, he goes next, and he's going to come at you with a scimitar. Uh, <laughs> well, a natural one, a critical <laughs> failure. Uh, I think he uh, he manages to swing around, and uh, he, you know what? He gets his own shirt caught on uh, the side of the tree, let's say, and rips it, and he is very disappointed in that. Oh, oh bad luck, sir. Bad luck. Uh, the Marquis of Granby, you are up. I'm going to wield my scimitar in an aggressive manner and strike at the man before me. Okie make an attack roll. I got a 20. That hits! (laughs) Was that a natural 20? And No, it was a 15 plus me hit um, attack bonus. And unfortunately, it's only a passing blow. It only causes three damage. Okay, cool. Right then, uh, Tilda, yeah. you're up. I'm in a very bad mood. I'm having a very bad day. Um, there was <laughs> there was talk of pulling out my toenails and my toe hair, um, <laughs> so I'm feeling quite stabby, <coughs> and I'd quite like to stab somebody, please. And you know, one of the highwaymen will do, but if I can't reach one of them, then one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very cross. <laughs> Not as cross as I will be. <laughs> I promise not to make a hole in your shirt if I stab you. No, you're you're all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm staying out I'm of your way. Also on a horse. <laughs> so I would quite like to stab one of the highwaymen, please. Okay, cool. Uh, make an attack roll. Okay. Uh... Nine. Uh, I'm afraid that does not hit. Uh, you swing wildly and uh, just. Uh, miss by probably quite quite a distance uh it looks hilarious though so there's that uh now uh dereth 16 versus ac oh that's gonna hit me that's gonna do a hit can you scoop up Ooh, eight points of piercing damage as a crossbow bolt slaps you Ooh, in the face ow. that's not what crossbow <gasps> bolts do no i'm so much just like hitting <laughs> like a Ow! It comes flying at you, and then a hand comes comes out. Dareth, it is your go. Oh, I am not happy. Where did this crossbow bolt come from? From the trees above you. Um, but do, do, do. my passive perception is eleven. When I'm able to see the person, that um. Uh oh! You can see, yeah, you can see one. Okay, you can see two of them uh, in the trees. Uh, the, in one tree that's just behind uh, the leader of this um, gang of vagabonds. All right, what do I want to do with that information? There's one thing I want to do, but it would also hurt literally everybody else in the party, so I'm not feeling keen to do that. <laughs> Instead, the, the higher man who's in front of us, mm-hmm. could I use the whip? Yes, you can. Yeah. Well, what is this? So my my hitting is gonna be um eighteen. Yeah, that hits. And the damage is gonna be eight points. Oh, jeez. He he didn't like that. He gets whipped right good. Tilda ten versus AC. Uh, fourteen. <laughs> okay, nope. Uh, a crossbow bolt comes flying out of the trees and uh, misses you by a country mile. I think. Um. Make a perception check for me. Oh, oh, uh, two, three. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I perceive nothing. <laughs> Pelicos, you're up. Ah, I'm up. Aha! So, so he's looking rather wounded, is he? A little bit, yeah. 
Right, I shall swing my uh, I shall swing my little rapier at a short tall thingy at him and uh, see what we do. Okay. Sure is. Um, that's twenty. Okay, cool. Yep, yeah, that yeah, hits. Hits, and we are on uh, four points. Four points of damage. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, he didn't like that. I bet he didn't. <laughs> uh, he goes next, and I think he's going to try and counterattack you. Ah, God. 13 versus AC. 14. Ah, so he, he swings and misses. <laughs> uh, Granby, you're next. I'm going to use my scimitar again, uh-huh. and this time I'm going to remember to use my extra attack as well. Ooh, okay, cool. So, attack number one is a critical fumble. Okay. <laughs> so, I look impressive as I slice my own cape open. <laughs> and attack number two is a 16. Yep, that hits. So, attack number two causes a grand total of six slashing damage. Cool. Sorry, five slashing okay. damage. Okay, he's not looking good. As you finish your slashing, one other person comes jumping down from one of the trees and uh, says, uh, Dan, are you, are you sure you're all right? And uh, here, their comrade goes, hey, Get back, you're up in the tree! <laughs> oh, there is no point now. Uh, you have ruined it, you stupid, stupid boy. Uh, so, Tilda, you're up. You've now got two um, fellows in front of you. Okay. Um, are there any? Is there anybody else up in the trees? As far as you know, there's at least fourteen others. Okay. All in the trees. Yeah. Right. I. Have, I. They're coming down one by one. The tree and shin up it to try and take out some of the um, people who make, are firing crossbow bolts. Make an acrobatics check for me. Uh, Gosh. Will it be acrobatics or will it be? Um, it should be a climbing ath- one. I'd say athletics. Athletics. I think it is. Yeah. Really. Athletics is strength, acrobatics is dex. Mm. Yeah, so I think, yeah, uh, athletics then. Oh, 19. Okay, cool. Yeah, you shimmy your way up and uh, you, uh, with your keen ranger senses, you look around and you notice that there isn't 14 people in these trees. There is one other person in this tree. Hey, everybody, there's only one guy up here. They're faking. Ah, you have rambled us on our clever ruse. Uh, I mean, uh, no, they are just very well hidden. How dare you? Uh, Tilda, are you doing anything else with your turn? I'm, I'm going to sit up here in the tree and laugh at the, the elvish guy. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly uh, throw icons at him. The uh, other person in the tree is going to uh, aim their crossbow at you, though, Tilda. And phew, ah, a critical failure. Uh, <laughs> their crossbow... Uh, I think, backfires and uh, pokes them in the face. And they just go, ow! And I think they're going to take one point of damage. Uh, and they're Can going... I give the branch a vigorous shake and see if they fall out of the tree while they're distracted? Right, make a strength check for me. Okay. And then I'll make a dexterity saving throw. Seven. Uh, and they got five on their deck save. So I think, yeah, I think they fall out of the tree. And they're going to take some falling damage. Again, one point of falling damage, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, you've got three uh, highwaymen on, on the ground level now. Uh, Dareth, you're up. So that's three highwaymen on the ground, you said? Yes, indeedy. All right. Um, and it's the leader who's looking the most battered. Yes, it is. I think I'm just going to try and um, see if he if he goes down, if the other two will scarper. So I'm just going to go after him with my rapier this time. Okie dokie. Quite flexible with my machete hits. That's going to be a 23 to hit. Does that do it? It does, funnily enough, yeah. Good, I'm glad. So could he go off... Oh, wow, yay, and scoop up 10 points of damage. Ouch! Wowzers. Bowsers. I I think what Uh, I'm trying to do is um, I've seen the maps of Granby arrive in such style and I'm just trying to be like, I can do that too. I can be stylish as well. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, one of the uh, others uh, the the first one who jumped down uh, goes next and they're going to come after you Dareth wait he didn't go down uh, all that uh, no he did <gasps> not uh, 16 versus AC yeah it's going to hit me okay. where's my D8 there it is. Uh, 3 points of damage can deal with that uh, Pelikos you're up right 
I'm going to try and intimidate this uh, wounded bloke and get him to throw down his sword. Okay, what do you do? I'm going to get up all in his face and shout, Throw down your weapon, you stupid man! (laughs) Uh, Make an intimidation check. Eleven. That's not going to do it. I think he just, like, growls back at you uh, and tries to sort of get up in your face. Uh, I think his beard is touching your beard. Nah. <laughs> it's it's a very homoerotic. It's a beard um, off. <laughs> it's a beard off. Uh, and he goes next, and uh, he's going to pull out a dagger and try and uh, stab it into you. Ha! <laughs> two. Uh, I imagine does not hit. Well, it's two plus like two, so no. That, no, I imagine mm. that does not hit. Does not even tear my shirt. <laughs> uh, Granby, you're next. I am also going to try and intimidate the leader. I'm going to hold my scimitar, scimitar sorry, to his throat and try and convince him that now would be a good time to take up a life of not crime. <laughs> Give us a flavour of that. I suggest you drop your weapons and become... Bridge builders. There aren't enough bridges in the world. Go make bridges. They're useful. They join communities rather than tearing communities apart like you're doing right now. Uh, make an intimidation check. Grand total of 20. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, he's like shaking and uh, seems to look at the fact that there's five of you, uh, four of you and only three of him and he's fairly injured and uh, he sort of grabs his uh, brother's hands and starts to uh, back away into the woods and goes, uh, You will pay for this, Granby. I shall see that you pay. And uh, all three of them go rushing off uh, into the woods and disappear. Uh, and da, 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 da. congratulations! Uh, you've have, Huzzah! You have had a great victory. Uh, so uh, you are now presented with a uh, figure on a masked figure on a black horse. How are you doing? I dismount. Are you the lady from the bank? No, my horse runs a bank. <laughs> um, how, how's everybody doing on health, by the way? A few scratches. Nothing serious. I'm okay. My, my, my toe hair hurts where, where that woman back at the office pulled me. Re- <laughs> I think we're probably going to be fine then. I can't imagine we'll have another combat before we get enough time to If you out. require healing, I know mm-hmm. a cleric who may be able to help. Oh, wonderful. Um, that's exactly oh, what I- we love in this party. <laughs> No, 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 I would like to introduce yourself more formally. Yes, I am the Marquis of Gremby, and it is my job to ensure that the roads in Ragnar's Rock are kept clean of bandits and miscreants and other ne'er-do-wells. Mm. And this is my horse, Legsy McLegsalot. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Excellent. Pleased to meet you. Um, should I am, oh, I am uh, Pelikos the... Uh, um, well... Pelicos Bavarius. Oh, him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, him. But yeah, they do say that. <laughs> um, I'm I'm Dareth Moonbeam, um, ex BBC Bard, current um, political vagabond. <laughs> Perhaps you may have heard of some of the songs of my tales. I thought the name rung a bell. Yes, I've been around a while. Um, yeah, I, I believe the. Um, the great grand Granby was was about you. <laughs> That's one of them. Yes, it's a very imaginative title that must have taken hours to come up with. <laughs> I didn't come up with it. Other bards merely tell of my tales. As well, they should. And who are you, diminutive one? I'm Tilda Northwanderer, and I'm in a very bad mood. <laughs> Why, pray tell? 
because um my, my toe hair was pulled and um I have to go and meet a cleric and I'm I don't like clerics and I'm only here because they made me come and I'm cross. <laughs> but don't I worry. do like your horse. Do not worry, Father Wyvern is a good cleric and he makes uh, excellent yeah, mead. Yeah, a good cleric. Ooh, mead, oh, mead, you say? Oh, okay. <laughs> Something to do with the bees. <laughs> bees. We'll fetch you a bottle. If you want to stay outside, we'll fetch you a bottle, you know. <laughs> oh, all right then. Yes, yeah. Fetch me a bottle of mead and then I can drink it and think about how pissed off I am. And maybe I'll feel less pissed off after a bottle of mead. I less pissed off once pissed. you're pissed. Yeah, yes. okay, yeah. Yes. We both went there. <laughs> <laughs> then if you follow me, I will lead you to Father Wyvern. Okay. Uh, so you guys uh, head back through the woodlands, uh, the Marquis uh, leading the way, and I think Gretchen is uh, looking rather jealously at uh, your horses. Uh, Gretchen, who fell asleep during uh, that uh, whole uh, violent exchange. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, does does you get she have mild narcolepsy? She was... Uh, make a uh, insight, insight check Insight check. <laughs> I have no insight. <laughs> 19. Okay, Dareth, yeah, Gretchen was very much pretending to be asleep. <laughs> I do not mention this. <laughs> I mean, uh, she, she kind of makes an excuse. Oh, oh I, I'd love to have helped, but you, my hip, you see, it's uh, all, all bloody hell. Oh, my old hip, you know, I've just, ju- just had it done. It's amazing how yeah. that's so situational. Oh, oh, I, uh, you, you know what it's like when, <laughs> you know, I'm 69 years old, you know. Nice. I find it amazing that Gretchen is as athletic as she is. <laughs> In certain departments, considering her bad hip and her advanced years. <laughs> I'm impressed. It's, uh, it, it's all the upper arm strength I get from me cauldrons, you see. Did I mention me cauldrons to you, by the way? Who is this strange woman? <laughs> uh, Gretchen, uh, the, uh, Gretchen the, the witch. Uh, how do you do, love? Uh, I must say that that's a lovely mask you're wearing. And she kind of like starts brushing her hair back and uh, doing up her clothes a little bit. Yes. Indeed. Ah, well, if you ever are in the market for a good uh, cauldron, and just uh, just get, just give old Gretchen a call, and she winks. Um, she does like to stir the pot. <laughs> so I've heard. Uh, okay, as as you're going, the landscape is uh, rising steadily. The mountains drawing closer. The cool air has a slightly arid scent uh, at times, and in the far distance, one of the mountain peaks lets off steam in the warming day. Uh, there are houses soon enough. Ragnar's Rock is a sprawling settlement. Uh, it's residents living widely spaced. Uh, at first, you're sort of going five between uh, uh, past like five houses in about twenty minutes, but slowly they get closer together as you get closer to the city itself. Uh, all the houses are tall and well maintained, uh, although you notice that most of them are kind of empty. It seems. Uh, the city rises in tiers before you, stretching in ever more bunching clusters of buildings. Some are crumbling, others are shining as if new. A high wall runs about halfway around the edge of the city, uh, but building was clearly abandoned some time ago. Atop the wall you see a small set of train tracks, but they too end uh, at the dead end where the wall has been abandoned. Uh, Granby, you know that this was supposed to surround the city, but uh, you don't know why it was abandoned. Um, maybe funding fell through or something. Knowing the unicorns, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, behind the city looms a solemn, lonely mountain, uh, wreathed in morning condensation, even though it's getting on for about um, middle of the day at this point. Uh, can you roll a perception check for me, everybody? Mm-hmm. Nine. Twelve. Six. Nineteen. Okay, Palakos, you spot uh, there's a little road uh, running from a rather large uh, house uh, that's sort of at the top of the hill that on which the city is built. And there is a road running from it that winds around and goes up the mountain. And you see some carts, heavy laden carts that are going up the mountain. I say, what are they doing? Anyone know? Sorry, what what doing? Marcus, there's a cart going up the mountain. Carts? I see no carts. Mountain? Well, of course there's a mountain. Uh, they don't move. It's a big rocky thing in front <laughs> that of big, you. That big pointy thing. Oh, oh. Yeah, I was looking the other way. <laughs> there's carts going up that road. You're seeing things. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? Uh, sounds oh. like it. 
Why would people drive carts up a mountain? That's just Pelicosta delusional. Maybe the view's Clearly. good. Maybe we should go hiking oh. once we've talked to this cleric. Now that the houses are kind of uh, joined together, you see some of the local businesses as well. Uh, you're a little surprised, given what you know of the city uh, for Ragnar's Rock is famous for its wealth. Uh, but now you're not really seeing any of it. Uh, indeed, you see a lot of street urchins in ragged clothes, uh, while adults shamble along pushing trolleys full of scrap. You're climbing a steep road that skirts the city, uh, and the horses are struggling a little. And then uh, Gretchen stops the cart, and you hear her say, Oi, lass, get out road, come on! And as you peer out, you see that there is a woman stood in the middle of the road. Uh, she has a crate full of rotting vegetables in her arms and is just sort of swaying on the spot. What do you do? Doesn't look very well. No, I'm maybe going to we go should... talk to her. Yeah, I, I join you. Yes, me too. I'm still, I'm still staring at the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, it really there? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> Am I imagining things? Pelicos the hallucinating. <laughs> This woman just kind of blinks at you as you're approaching us. Oh, hello. What? Are you all right, dear? You look a bit wobbly. Yeah, sorry. I just uh, fell asleep, I think. I've been working a, a long shift, you know, 24-hour shift, third this week. But, uh, oh, dear. But do you need a lift somewhere? Come and have a lift on our couch. No, no, no. I'll be fine. I can make it. Just, just give me a minute. I'm uh, expecting a big pay packet. Yeah, two copper pieces for the whole week's work. <laughs> um, can I, um, I don't know if this is going to fit with what you're doing here, Joel, but I'd like to cast, like, just play a cut, like two cores, like a four to one inversion on my loot and then cast Cure Wounds on, just to, uh, to make her feel better. She's not wounded. Yeah, because it, it's um, not technically wounded. She's just but... very tired. Yeah. Tell me, good lady, where is it you work? I work at the, uh... Oh, what's it called? The vegetable shop. Good veggies, veggies. They, we sell good veggies. And uh, you look at her uh, crate that she's got in her hand and these do not look like good veggies to you. No, I've, I've seen good veggies and, and your veggies are not good, dear. Well, How? they're the best in the city. How much did you say you were getting paid? Two copper pieces for the whole week. I think that's below Yikes. minimum wage. It is way that below minimum wage. That is I think I've made more waking up in the morning. <laughs> Have you made more going to bed? Well, mm, that would be selling. <laughs> did, did you meet that guy's mum? Um, um, that this can't be right. How, how much are we getting a week in expenses, or or like how, how, uh, how much would an, like an average wage be compared to this? Like, like an average wage, like you would ex- for like working at a shop doing twenty-four hour shifts, you'd be expecting, you know. A cr- substantial amount of gold coming your way have, have we got some cash on us yes you do i think right. I think you've got a, you know got actually some. i've changed my mind these vegetables they look like the nicest vegetables i've seen for i i you know once you scrape aside the layer of mold on top these are really <laughs> very very fine vegetables and, and i would like to give you um a gold piece for your box of vegetables she nearly has a heart Let's attack. make it two. she like stumbles back Oh, that's oh, that's oh, that's more money than I've seen in my life. Oh, I won't oh, give you gosh. any gold, but I will advise you about unionising. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yes, if that's, definitely. Uh, I don't know if we can do that. Oh, but oh, and she's kind of looking over her shoulders. And, I'll, I'll get. I have to get you some change. I, I don't think I've got change for a gold. No, no, so, don't wor- don't worry about it. Do you keep the change? Keep it as a tip. Um, uh, she's because... she's tearing up. Because, uh, you know, obviously I'm very interested in food and cooking and, and vegetables. And these produce. do look like fine, fine vegetables that you should be supplying to restaurants. Oh, yeah, this is this is wonderful. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to pay off IDS any day now. Thank you. I'll, IDS. I, you see, I want to... Uh, who? Uh, oh, yes, the, the, they, they're the uh, Institute of Dreams and... Uh, success. Uh, uh, they're helping me achieve my great dream of starting up my own restaurant. Uh, just, uh, just a few, few more payments of. Uh, how are they? What? How are they doing that? By shutting everything down. That's how. What? Well, no. 
it's 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 a great opportunity we we uh, we invest in ids and then they invest in us and we help help us achieve our dreams i'm going to run a restaurant you know i'm going to have my own restaurant one of these days i've got a I've got a friend a gnome who's uh, staying at the inn and uh, he says he'll he'll help me set up my uh, my restaurant business as soon as, as soon as i get my uh, as soon as, as soon as i get my investment back i hate to tell and, uh, you this good woman but ids told that to me and my friends and then shut the theater down around us oh well, maybe you just didn't believe hard enough. Uh, uh, that, that's what they say, you know, if you believe in your dreams hard enough, then, then they'll come to you. I was living I... my dream and they took it away from me. But but, but with, with, with the money that you've given me now, I, I'm one step closer. How much do you need I... to open your restaurant? Oh, about, you know, 3,000 gold, you know, it shouldn't take how me much? too long. About 3,000 gold. Can... Uh, how, how, city how long do you think it would take you to... To get that much. How much have you invested? Oh, uh, oh, almost everything. You know, it's uh, it, it's it's what I need to just. Uh, one can't skimp on what, achieving one's dreams. You know, you know, you, you can't tell me to give up on my dreams. My oh, hand no. is closing around my that. sword, and I am very, very even crosser than I was when my toe held. <laughs> I'm trying to do the math. So, if you're getting one copper per week, how just how long it would take you to get three thousand gold? It's about four million years. <laughs> I'm trying to do the, I'm, the lifespan maths here. I, I'm doing I, I, extra shifts and everything. It'll, it won't take that long, I'm sure. I, I believe really hard. Every day I believe really hard. There's an easier way. Oh, what, what, what would that be? Buy a house big enough to turn into a restaurant and then open your own restaurant without their help. You say that, but I was trying for years and uh, I never really got anywhere. I IDS made me believe in myself again. They're dream peddlers. That's all they are. Peddlers of, dr- exactly. peddlers of dreams, not substantial things. I'm glad you agree. And uh, she starts sort of happily uh, wandering off down the road, uh, swaying as she goes. Gretchen watches her go and goes, Oh, bloody hell. I'm going to take this box of mouldy vegetables to this IDS place and make them eat them. Good luck with that. <laughs> Should we boil them first? Does anybody else think this sounds like a cult? <laughs> it really is, isn't it? <sighs> They, they, whoever's doing it certainly seems to be a bunch of cultists. Gretchen says, uh, do you think we should bring this up with your uh, with your MP, with your candidate guy? Maybe he could do something about it. Absolutely. You know what, Gretchen? As ever, you're on the right track. Hey, that's what I do uh, as a driver. <laughs> Gretchen uh, moves you on uh, in her horse-drawn cart and uh, following Granby, who is kind of leading you towards the destination, uh, eventually you come to a large bubblegum pink church. It has a spire with a bar of soap lodged on the top of it. Uh, it smells beautiful. Uh, you come to a clean graveyard that surrounds it. All the tombstones are bright pink and it just smells like beautiful perfume and soap. And you see a li- a large statue uh, with a big giving a big thumbs up. It is a statue of an Arakorka, which is a bird person, and uh, the plaque underneath says the Soap Pope. Um, and this is a statue of the Soap Pope. Can we buy soap popes on a rope? <laughs> you may be able to. I really want one. <laughs> uh, yes, that is the entire joke. That is a Soap Pope. Uh, <laughs> the, the beginning, it's, middle, uh... and end of that joke. <laughs> It doesn't wash with me. Hey. Uh, as uh, Gretchen ties up the cart, uh, you can have a bit of a nose around. Uh, do you want to make a perception check, I guess? 14. 11. Uh, I am angrily perceiving with a 13. 13. And I've been here before, so my 5 doesn't make any difference. Okay. Uh, all right, one of you uh, spots uh, some of the names on some of the p- tombstones. Uh, you see names like Boggin McCloggin, the Goblin of Moblin. Uh, indeed, there are quite a few goblins buried here. I think, Dareth, you mm-hmm. spot one that is called Frank the Betrayer, uh, <gasps> who died some 50 years ago. Uh, perhaps some uh, long-lost relation of Gorlax. I, um, I, 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 I gasp dramatically and gather everybody over. I draw my and... sword expecting trouble. <laughs> um, how do you rap when I'm, you find I'm just pointing at a, a tombstone? It's a grave. They're all over the place here. It's a churchyard. <laughs> this is uh, our good friend Gorlak's relation. Maybe. You mean- I don't know. Say- is, is Betrayer a common goblin name? You just say it was a family uh, name. It was a family name, yeah. Yeah, but, but you know, 
I know people whose family name is, is Smith and, and, you know, you throw a brick and you hit five different Smiths. I imagine Tilda has done this a lot. Why would you want to throw bricks around randomly? <laughs> I really, really do. <laughs> Today. Sometimes it's just pleasing. <laughs> you should you should use the mirror to take, like, a photo of it with the the photo Ooh, mirror app. Shall, shall and, we just and get... send it to him and say, is he a relation of yours? Let's all get in the picture so we can sort of send it as You a do group. a grave selfie. Yeah, we do yes. a grelfie. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry for my existence. Grelfie? Grelfie. That sounds like a selfie you take with a grim elf. <laughs> or in Grimsby. Uh, you take your selfie with uh, the grave of Frank the Betrayer um, and send it off to Gorlak. Uh, it, it goes on scene, but you don't get a reply. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's busy. Oh, Maybe he's busy. Uh, as you come up to the uh, main doors, uh, you uh, uh, Gretchen gives a little shave and a haircut. Uh, and when nothing happens, she pushes open the door and goes, Hey, up! Uh, as you walk in, the doors close behind you, and uh, when you turn back around, there is a monk stood before you, dressed in a pink habit. Uh, he's somewhat fat, uh, has white hair and pointed ears. His clever fingers, which run across the beads that dangle from his neck. He smiles pleasantly. Hello. I glare at him because Hi. he seems to be of the clerical persuasion. <laughs> I think um, Dareth's going to be like trying to overcompensate for Tilda at the moment. <laughs> yes, and just yes have this... I think I'm going to step in front of yeah. Tilda. And, uh, <laughs> we just sort of like <laughs> slide kind of... Now in front all of I can her. see is Pella across the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Father Wyvern. I bring travellers in need of succour. Uh, ah, yes. I am Wyvern. My dear girl, Rachel, what have you been Grenby, doing? Not wait, Rachel. To... Grenby. Yes, of course. Well, uh, well, uh, I can see that uh, perhaps some of you uh, have uh, been in a little bit of a scrape, it seems. Can I interest you in some soap? I'm um, incredibly interested in every sort of soap you have to offer. Yes. Uh, and who might you be, my friend? Uh, Pelicos the fastidious. <laughs> I'm all about cleanliness. Um, Dareth Moonbeam. Um, I'm all about stories and smelling good. I just want a soap pipe on a rope. Ah, yes, Alzar sent me a message that you are coming. She's a star, isn't she? I say, what a delightful advisor. She's so violent. Yeah. Well met, good travellers. Be at peace. Sit down with me and tell thy tale. Come, join me for a noble feast. Good cheer to thee I can avail. My welcome hearthside is thy lease. Enter my home I'll pack and rest it in. Whale. A, 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 Don't a be while. so rude, Tilda. Well, he's doing poetry. He spent 17 years training for this. Yeah, but... <laughs> Both poetry. of you be quiet. You're trying my patience. <laughs> Your what? My patience. Yeah. Um, patience? Um, Patience. Patience? I fear not. This could go on for a while. (laughs) Uh, Good Rachel, she read a lot of my books when she was younger. Uh, Sorry, uh, the good Marquis of Granby read many books before she went into the theatrical trade, I fear. Uh, But uh, some of those books uh, were not talking books. What are you on about, Wyvern? Uh, Many things. Now, come, come, sit, sit. Uh, and he sort of gestures you to some pews, uh, which are also as clean and uh, polished as the rest of the church. They smell like lavender. Uh, he uh, pulls up a trestle table and uh, gets a font with and uh, cleans his hands. And uh, any wounds that you have, he starts to sort of patch up with uh, bits of soap and uh, bits of soap rope. Uh, Is he just uh, like putting um, soap yeah. on our... On our cuts and bruises. Yeah, and they do indeed start to heal up, and you can all heal yourselves up to full health. Somebody said something Ah. about a feast. Ah, yes, a feast. And he uh, claps his hands, and uh, a couple of um, soap nuns come out uh, wheeling some uh, food on a trolley. And uh, it's not brilliant food. Again, it's it's on the turn, a lot of it. Uh, and Wyvern says, Feel free to take what you wish. The finest food in Ragnar's Rock cost me a pretty penny, I must say. I kind of poke it round my plate with my finger, <laughs> just to check that it's not made of soap. Um, <laughs> and, and sort the of food pick is not made of the soap. the mouldy bits and, and, and sort of sniff it and make a face. Um, we used up the good biscuits, didn't we? <laughs> no, you, you replenished them, I seem to recall. Ooh. 
Oh, did well, we? Can I crack open the good biscuits? Because <laughs> I don't want to eat this. This is not food. This is like some kind of smush. Adventurers can't be choosers. I shall... And uh, I am never one for refusing courtesy. Or hospitality. Or free money. Father, I did promise these good travellers a glass of your finest mead. Ah, yes. The great mead. I shall acquire you one. And he reaches into his habit and pulls out a surprisingly large uh, uh, flask of mead and I'm hands it around. I'm wondering where he was hiding it. Ah, my pockets are bigger than the inside, my dear. <laughs> would you care for a jelly baby? Oh, well, yes, I would. I would love that. Now, as you have perhaps noticed, I'm uh, something, I was a something of a traveller myself before settling down here in Ragnar's Rock. And uh, I have noticed that uh, money is something of an issue. Pelicos! Yes. He's offering us babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually my line. I, I don't want to eat babies. <laughs> Jelly babies. Oh, that's weird. Right. They're candies. Okay. Do you want to? <laughs> I, 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 sure. I, I, I just show Tilda my Jelly baby. <laughs> I, I sniff it. Like, you, this is not actual human baby. Or anything. If else, you're feeling baby. violent, bite the head off. Ooh. Ooh, all right then. <laughs> all right, bite the head off the Jelly baby. It's like, ooh. It's delicious. Oh, that is nice. Ooh. As oh, you will possibly not. noticed, we are suffering from something of a massive deflation in our currency. A devaluation of the workforce in general, and a lack of money at any level. This city was once the richest in the land, of course. Centre of industry and, and hope. Uh, alas, I fear my predecessor, Mr. Randall, who was the previous Fable Party MP, before he was ousted by our good current MP, Mr. Duggan. He was a good-hearted fellow, but uh, I fear his head may have been in the clouds, so they say. Slowly but surely, under his le- leadership, the money just seemed to vanish. Bit of a scandal at the time, I believe, though, some time ago. Do you know where the money went? Ah, I have my suspicions, but alas, most of the uh, city finances are hidden away in some... Uh, Difficult to acquire ledgers that are kept in the city hall. Perhaps if I could get a look at them, we could come up with some sound financial policy. I've offered in the past to get them for you, but you always tell me it's too dangerous. Those ledgers are guarded by a terrible creature. A creature of unspeakable power. It was once... And he makes a dramatic gesture. It was once... The familiar, Mr. Randall himself, was a warlock, you see, and he set his familiar to guard the ledgers. But, alas, when Mr. Randall had his accident, he and his familiar had their connections set. He went mad. Yes, indeed. The poor fellow. He was uh, quite the good friend, but, alas... I fear he may be the only one who can control that creature. He lives in the walls now, you see. Um, I'm sorry to keep saying, um, I'm being presented with many confusing ideas. In the walls? Yes, in the, uh, unfinished walls. They're hollow, you see. And he lives within them. Refuses to come out. I tried offering him treats and soap and, uh, the old jelly baby. And, uh, he wasn't having any of it. Maybe he'd like some biscuits. Uh, it's always worth a try. I say, if you can get Mr. Randall to help you acquire those ledgers, we might be uh, on the road to finding out what's going on in this city, where all the money is disappearing to, and what we can do with it. I sense an adventure coming on. Yes, indeed. Speaking of roads, you wouldn't happen to know what's going up up that mountain, would you? Ah... And he gives you a sort of conspiratorial look and says, Ah, yes, that is something I am aware of. I believe <sighs> Mr. Randall gave some office space to a company by the name of IDS, and they work up that mountain. I believe the carts are their workers going back and forth. You mean there were some carts? Ah, uh, there probably were. They're hard to spot, you see, my dear Granby. I told you I wasn't imagining things. Invisible carts. Pelicos for smart <laughs> Pelicos for perceptive, please. 
is. Uh, Wyvern uh, sits down next to you all and uh, he says, My dear halfling, I sense that you are somewhat unhappy with your lot at the moment. If, if you mean the dinner, the, and the dinner, this is the lot, then, then yes. But I'm also not very comfortable around clerics. I'm sorry, I'm sure you're a very nice man and you have given me this delicious human child to eat. Um, <laughs> but but I, have, ah. I have an innate mistrust of the well, religious. that is, uh, you are not alone in your feelings there. We clerics are a strained order, I will not deny it. Uh, but uh, I will not ask you to trust me on nothing but faith. But I do hope that perhaps someday I may be able to earn your trust. Tell me, if you will, and if it is not too painful, from whence comes this uh, terrible phobia? I used to live in a village, and now the village is no longer there, and I was the only one left, and, and they blamed me, and I knew it was the clerics. But I was up the mountain, and I came back, and, and, and the village was on fire, and everyone had gone. And people said, oh, that tells her she, she, she burned her village. Why would she do that? She's crazy. And, and they threw stones at me, and, and there was nothing I could do. And I knew that there was a band of clerics, and they had done it. They burned my village, and they killed my family, and they blamed me. And I, am, I can't trust you, I'm sorry. I'm so, it's very nice that you gave us food and everything because you're obviously, you know, the food in this town is bleh. Um But, but I don't, I'm, I'm, I will find them and I will put sharp things in their bottoms. Did you happen to see the colour of their robes? It was very smoky. Um, they could have been grey, but that could have been the smoke. It was hard to see anything through the smoke and the flames and the, the charred remains of my people. I understand this is an emotional experience it's very, for you. It's very emotional. Perhaps... I, think, I think I would like another jelly baby, please. Yes. Take as many as you desire, my dear. I would like all of them. Tell me. All the jelly babies. Then. If you remember anything of them, I might be able to perhaps find them. We are very well connected, we clerics, and uh, I will say that there are some members of the Order who do not act in a way that is cleanly shall we say that is true they were not cleanly no, people I do not imagine that they were I should dearly like to see those city financial records I have a suspicion that there may be a connection here listen why don't you go and uh, see about it and uh, I'll see if I can whip up a, a meeting of some of my parishioners a quest it is uh, okay I'm up for that so, where would you like to go? Uh, the records are in the city hall, uh, but Wyvern has pointed out that they are guarded by a fearsome beast that may only be stopped by uh, the former MP, Mr. Randall, who lives in the walls. Uh, I'm interested in the walls. As you're preparing to leave, uh, Ursula the dog uh, comes out from underneath one of the benches, and you see that, inexplicably, her coat has been scrubbed and is now shiny and pristine and fluffy, and uh, she looks very pleased with herself. She smells lovely. Yep. Uh, which is unusual for a dog. Does she have a mask? Um, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> that can be her quest. We're going to find her a mask before the As you uh, exit the church, uh, how are you guys feeling about uh, the Marquis of Granby, who you've uh, found out? Uh, her real name is Rachel, no, apparently. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> she what? seems nice. A name's a name. Yeah. She's well read. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Rachel leads you through the town, uh, as it's changed very little, but, uh, you've been out in the woods for a while, so some of it's a little new. Uh, there are several small shops, uh, on the way, and you spot some dog food on sale. Uh, it's half a copper piece for a kilogram of meat, with a question mark and in inverted commas. Uh, Ursula sniffs it, but is unimpressed. Uh, you head to the edge of the incomplete wall where Randall was last seen. Uh, the wall is hollow and you can see stairs and corridors within. Uh, once upon a time it might have been impressive, but it's quite dark and damp now. Uh, the interior has been vandalised and littered with rubbish. Uh, there's a set of stairs heading inside the wall and a dark passage winding, winding around. Uh, there are keep out and danger signs how, across it. How wide is the wall? It's wide enough for you all to walk abreast. The uh, tunnel goes on for a few yards before stopping at a dilapidated-looking door. 
It has a large brass knock on the front and strange runes above it. Uh, does any of you have Elvish as a language? I believe I do. Yes. Yes, I do. You're half elf, so that would make don't. sense. I do. Uh, okay, so Granby and uh, Dereth, you can see that the runes say, The password is forgotten. Uh, there is a little window in the door, but it's uh, closed. Uh, you know, like one of those slidey window thingamajigs. Uh, and there is a big uh, lock that is keeping it closed. What would you like to do? Knock on the door. Uh, you knock on the door and uh, the little window opens and you see a pair of wild eyes staring out. And you see someone and you hear a voice say, What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Can't you see I'm sleeping in here? Are you Mr. Randall? We've forgotten. What? 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 Who are you? I can't uh, remember. We've forgotten. I know. I know who you are. You're old Barnacle Billy, the lobster man, aren't you? You can tell because of the amount of pincers I have. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. Of course. No, I'm not course. Barnacle Billy, the the um, the lobster man. <gasps> I know you, piss drinker Esquire. You've come for my dreams, haven't you? We, we've we've come for your. Um, knowledge. Yes. <gasps> You've come for my knowledge. Well, I have a piece of knowledge for you. Give up on your dreams now. It's not worth it. It's too late for that. <laughs> I had a dream once. I had a dream. I was going to save the town, save the city. And I did. I saved it. I saved the city. I saved all of you. How did you do that? I made them stop, you know. They were coming to kill us. They were coming to eat us all. He was going to eat us, and then I stopped him. That's how I did it. I saved everyone. Don't tell him your name. That's how he gets you. Once he knows you, he'll see you. Who was coming to eat you? (laughs) You know him. The great slimy worm. He'll wrangle every single coin out of all of you. Sounds fake, but okay. Um, I, we I know are... a number of great slimy worms. Um, could you narrow it down? <laughs> you make a charisma check for me. Yes. Shockingly, Dareth is incredibly charismatic. Um, but <laughs> just rolled a two, so that's fine. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, 18. 18. Okay, cool. 17. Oh, okay. And uh, 13. Okay. Uh, I uh, am Pelikos for charismatic. Pelikos and Tilda, you are kind of uh, being very charismatic with your glances and your looks and your words. And uh, uh, the person behind the, the door goes, well, there's so much that to say, so much to think about. And there's just so much that I've forgotten. And as he says that, uh, the door clicks and opens and swings inwards. And he goes, oh, bugger. <laughs> uh, inside uh, his little hovel, you see some, uh, you see a desk uh, with lots of candles made from soap. Uh, it smells quite nice. Uh, and uh, you see uh, some beanbag chairs. Uh, and you see some little uh, drawings made with crayon uh, pinned up on the wall. Uh, they're drawings of a little leopard <gasps> with hearts around it and sad faces next to it. Um, can, can we make it so that like Ursula goes and sort of sniffs at these pictures and looks over inquisitively? Uh, yeah, uh, this man uh, sees Ursula and goes, oh, Is it you, Fluffy? Oh, no, it's not Fluffy. No, this is Ursula Le Chien. She's lovely. She's and so he starts lovely. stroking her. The loveliest little doggy I've ever seen. And he's starting to feel a little calmer. This is a lovely hovel you've got here. Yeah. It's very cosy. Yeah. Um, you seem like a man who's needed good biscuit. Ooh. Would you like some biscuits? He uh, moves over and is kind of he sniffs at the box of biscuits and goes, Where did you get them from? A shop. Which I shop? Think. Tusco's. <gasps> Oh, okay, that's fine then. And uh, he takes a biscuit and he eats it. Uh, make a uh, charisma check with uh, your pluses for um, the back box of biscuits, which I think was plus a d6, wasn't it? Okay, uh, 20. Okay, cool. Uh, he, like, puts an arm around you and uh, he seems uh, almost quite weepy. My name is Randall. What's your name? Uh, I'm just a halfling. That's very wise. You shouldn't... And he puts his hands over his mouth and goes, 
Oh no! Oh no! I don't... You got my name. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! It's okay. Please, I, I, do I, I, can't, with it. I can't remember your name, sir. I, I have a terrible memory for names. Just don't take... Just don't go to him. Just don't give him my name. Don't give him your name either. Who do you speak of? He lives in the mountain. He came to the city to destroy it, but I... I stopped him. I managed to stop him, and then I lost everything. But I saved the city from him. I saved them from him. Is... And he reaches uh, into his desk where he has a, a pile of papers uh, and he's sort of rummaging around. Is he something to do with the IDS people? Uh, he looks at you wildly and goes and nods and goes, Yes, the Institute of Dreams and Success. <laughs> and he pulls out a sheet of paper which he uh, unfails before you and it is another crayon drawing and it is a drawing of a large creature, scaly, horned, winged and breathing fire. And I fear that is our to be continued for this week. <laughs> Campaign Trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dereth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. The Marquis of Granby was played by S. Naomi Scott. The theme music was The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music was by Matt Corner. You can find him on dkvine.com. You can follow The Campaign Trail on Twitter at The Campaign Trail on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast at soundcloud.com forward slash joelcorner that's j-o-e-l-c-o-r-n-a-h on podbean and at sci-fi-fantasy-network.com In next week's episode our team of campaigning adventurers investigate the mysterious goings on in Ragnar's Rock and make plans for an encounter with a dragon. Until then go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. (laughs) 